Welcome to the Krista and Ed Show. This is where we are going to document our journey on everything partnership in love and in business. We are not holding anything back, guys. So if you want to learn about online marketing and what goes on in an everyday life of a husband and wife, making these thing, two things work together, make sure you follow us. And guess what? Everything's going to be all right and okay. Hi, everybody. Ed. Krista. From the Krista and Ed Show. And we're so excited. We have this awesome couple that, we, uh, that has taken the time. Thank you for uh, coming on our show. It's Jamelia and Casey. And they're a step family teacher team, right? Yeah. And you hail from North Carolina. And just before we started to record this, you were saying your your road goes right by Road 66, which is cool because it's like an icon. You know, you buy the plaques here in, Ed, in uh, Canada. You have four children and you're a husband and wife team that have been working together and have this business and you're helping, obviously helping families that are blended of which ours is so mm -hmm. welcome thank you so much Amelia and KCF for joining us well thank you so much for having us we're so excited because you guys are on fire yay, yay! you feel yeah. the heat all the way from Canada <laughs> yeah. I know I know hey the snow has melted because of us <laughs> that's, right, that's right I was wondering why it was so tropical up there yeah, exactly. Right? <laughs> so thank you so much for being here. We are so excited to have you guys. Um, so what I was hoping is that you guys could share a bit of your story. Like, tell us your background, because I know that you didn't always work together. And walk us through, like, your journey and how you ended up working together now, helping families. Sure, great. Uh, so since this whole process and launch, uh, homeboy has been exploding himself. Yeah. So later on, when we tell you about some stuff, you're going to find out like, whoa, where did that come from? So you want to tell us our story? Tell them our story? Like, how far do you want to go back? How far? Back, back? <laughs> I, mean, we had, I mean, we actually met in a club. My theory, of, when I was going to a club, I just went out with some friends. It's like, you really can't find no real true mate or partner. And come to find out, I've ate my own words and met my wife and we've been together for over 10 years now. Nice. So, um, so we were both in the educational system. Um, she's been an administrator for uh, two years, but she's been working her way up the ladder from an assistant to a principal. So she's really dedicated all of her life to like the education, going to college, getting her uh, certifications, degrees to become an administrator. Cause that was really her goal was to, be a principal and run her own school. For me, I've, my background is psychology and my ultimate goal was to be a, a counselor. So I've changed plans now and have focused on working with step families because we were like, we're tired of like the nine to five, tired of like, do we have enough vacation to go places? And we're like, let's just think about different things, focus on what can we do what is a problem out there that we can solve, that we can solve 100% of the time? And that was working with step families. So that's where uh, we went to an event, Tony Robbins event for our birthdays back in 2017. From there, our life has totally dramatically changed. I mean, my wife on the way back home actually wrote a book, a children's book. I also even started her own personal book of telling her own journey. And, um, she was thinking about uh, quitting her job when she got back. And sure enough, when she came back, she actually went back to work and she just seen everybody was like down and out. And they had like a month of like vacation. And for us going to a Tony Robbins event, if anybody's ever been, it's like very high energy, very like yeah. you're just on fire. And from there, she just like she couldn't do it. She was on fire. She's like, I'm going to start this business idea that she had, which was the Latina Finas, and she resigned. I'll tell them about that. So Latina Finas is a nonprofit, okay? And it's classy Latin women, and what we do is empower Hispanic women to collaborate with all women and mentor this in the next generation. So yeah. for almost 20 years, what I saw in the classroom is that my 
black students, my white students, my Hispanic students, even the Hispanic students, if they're from Puerto Rico or Mexico, they were like always uh, in competition. They were like not really wanting to be friendly. And we weren't helping out. The adults weren't helping out because they saw us in competition. Yeah. And so my dream was to start this nonprofit, start a revolution to say, girls, we can work together because the only kryptonite we have is this woman in here that thinks we can't or we're competing. So yeah, definitely uh-huh. came back on fire because I mean, our life has not been the same from our body size to our family size, everything. Now we have a goat and two dogs. I mean, everything has grown, right? <laughs> a goat and um, two dogs. Yes, and the goat is actually a unigoat. It has one horn. They were <laughs> horns away, yes. And we, oh. we gladly share that in our bio when you need that. Yeah. So you can see Jack. Oh, you have a real My daughter's going to want to see that. Okay. Oh, yes. We have the, have you seen Despicable Me 3? Yes. Yes. That is our goat. They borrowed it. Uh, Just saying. We have a famous goat. That is- <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So from there, like how he talks about the same type of thing started happening to him. He started feeling like, man, there's something more. And so I was working the nonprofit. I was really, I mean, that revolution is really taking off. We have women in the group from like India to Australia to like just all over the world. Like, hey, let's hang together. Let's talk. And so then all of a sudden he started getting the itch too and bigger because I started like going places and he's like, man, I've got to ask for permission to leave. I got to even ask for permission to go to pee. Yeah. And so he started feeling that. And, um, and that's when we came up with, oh, because the nonprofit, right? If you're running a nonprofit, you actually don't own the nonprofit. It owns you. So if they don't like you, they're, they're out. So we were like, I don't want to ask for money and be beggars. Why don't we create a business to funnel money into the nonprofit? Uh-huh. Tony Robin does this. Yeah. does this. A lot of rich people do this. Why can't we do it? And we're passionate about it. Yeah. And so that's where the idea came. And we started working with these high pollutant amazing life coaches business coaches and that it was it's just been this transition and finally he said goodbye october 2018 and we have been doing this together i mean we have some clients that are in california actually one in canada i think toronto um and you know just all over and uh because for a while we were like wait nobody understands our language here in north carolina Mm-hmm. And we realized it wasn't that they didn't understand, it's that they can't see it yet because mm-hmm. we've been conditioned, right? You've yeah. got to be in an eight to five. Mm-hmm. You've got to work. You've got to work really hard to get to where you want to be. Yeah. And yeah. so we're just, we're just being us now, you know? Yeah. You know, isn't it amazing? I love, I love that. And I love what you're doing, by the way. Like that truly is impacting, you know, the Thanks. world and, and breaking you know, breaking cycles and chains, you know, and, you know, being in your position, I could see you seeing that in the children and and they also only know what they know, right? So some of that behavior is probably just, you know, descended from, from their role models, right? Like their mom, their family and stuff. And the truth is people only know what they know to some degree. So, um, on another note, the personal development path, I know exactly what you're talking about. Once you plug into that and you have those mind shifts, you, you cannot possibly go back. Yeah. It's almost like your, your soul has been awakened, right? And nothing yeah. feels right anymore yeah. unless you're in that alignment. So right. I totally get that. And that's one thing too, where we're like so passionate about like, ah, what we're doing, we're trying to tell people. And then it's like, okay, like it, it's so powerful to be a part of a community of, of people like you and yeah. you know be in programs where you can network with people all over the world who understand us on that length right. but there's still a lot of educating to do with other people to get to that level i know sometimes i get frustrated and i'm like why do they not see this as clear as i do but then yeah. you know what if i go back five years i didn't see it either yeah i just right. getting deeper and deeper and that's why like i'm i'm reading books i'm protecting my energy yeah. i'm doing what makes me feel good yeah. I'm now purposely making decisions based on how I feel. It's not about just chasing that money anymore, you know, and doing what I'm told I'm supposed to do. So 
yeah, good for you for discovering that. Um, and for what you're doing, that's amazing. Like, yeah. I was going to say something real quick. And, um, you know, I, I would love to hear your epiphany because it, what happened to me, like, so 18 years in education, three years administration, and what really took it to that level was actually I was taken down by a 13-year-old kid that I was taking the drugs. So they took me down. Uh, I thought I was having a heart attack. Long story short, it that was the epiphany. That was the moment that I realized because I had to put my son, my adult son, my oldest son, not adult at that time, into the hospital because he wanted to commit suicide. My, our stepdaughter's mom and his mom wanted to take away the daughter. My uh, youngest daughter was being bullied. Like there was so, our marriage was in shambles. Mm -hmm. Like we were, he was working out so much. Like he looked hot, but I couldn't see it. And um, so that, was the best thing to be on my back. Like I was in therapy for six months, physical therapy, because um, it hit a nerve. And that's why I thought I was having a heart attack. Oh. So from there is when I started asking questions. So we created something that's called shift, which means uh, savor happenings intentionally for triumph. Mm -hmm. Savor even the caca. Savor the stuff that you're like, no, this can't mean something, but rather be like, whoa, this is a reason. There's a reason why I'm feeling crappy right now. Mm -hmm. And which way do I need to pivot? So yeah, so all that only happened because shit happened. Yeah. You know, so yeah. You know, it's funny. Like I believe, you know, everything does happen for a reason, but whatever, you know, everyone's belief system is, we're, we're going there. We're going deep here. So, <laughs> you know, the universe, God, whatever that is, um, you know, I, I do believe that there's obstacles and things that are put in front of us on purpose, right? Mm -hmm. And the reason that happens is so that, you know, like you can kind of be pulled or pushed in the other direction or path yeah. that you're meant to be on. Um, a lot of times, you know, we don't maybe listen to those, to those signs and yeah. we just, we fall and then we're like, Oh, what was that doing in the middle of the road? And then we can't wait to get right back on the same road, you know? So yeah. Poor listener. No, but, no, but I'm, this is how I'm describing it. And I yeah. hope you're following me. Right. So yeah. that's how I choose to look at things. Right. And it's like, you have a choice. You can sit there and you can dwell in it or you can be like, okay, that sucked. But it happened for a reason, so I'm gonna deal with this. And it's funny, like you can never really predict where things are gonna take you, mm -hmm. but if you, you know, truly do listen to that inner gut or whatever that voice is that doesn't shut off when you're thinking of, you know, the idea, obviously it's something you've been passionate about and thinking for a while. It's amazing when you actually listen to it and the things that will happen to almost force you to listen to it. It's like the universe or God saying, what else do I have to throw in front of you before you right. make this yeah. change? You know? Yeah. Right. So, yeah. That's, I don't know. I don't know why I said that, but. Like running the business and even our own personal life is like, seemed like before, like we were trying to force a lot of things to happen mm -hmm. and by forcing it, it was actually causing a lot of problems. But more once we got aligned with like source, God, energy, yeah. that's when things started just falling into place. And it, to me, that's the most beautiful part about it is just really just surrendering in a sense Absolutely. and just allowing things to happen. And once you just like follow your path, I mean, things, people will be coming into your life. Money will be coming into your life. People, I mean, that's the most amazing is just the people that's been coming into our lives. Yeah. Absolutely. I you guys are part of that. Like, see you guys, like, it's like, dang it, they're doing it. Let's go. And it's not even because I want to compete against you guys. It's more like um, you're setting, you're setting the, you're paving the way. Like, it can happen, right? It's not like I'm going to be better than you. It's more like, wow, if she paved the way, this is clearly possible. Yeah. And before, in your books and in education, you're like, no, you can only stay in here. And, and it's really like, oh my God, the world is your playground. No, The law of attraction is real. Good or bad, it's yeah. happening for a reason. So it yeah. Is. And that's what I love so much too about like the program, right? That 
we're in because it's like what you put out there comes back and like the people even that I've met so far mm -hmm. right it's like it's like a drug to me like yeah. I don't do drugs <laughs> but like for me <laughs> if I did I could imagine what it would feel like and that is what this is like to me it's so much positive right and that's why I also threw out the opportunity I'm like I don't know, we might be busy here, but I'm like, if anyone wants to come on the book, because I'm like, I, I want to meet more people. I want yeah. to connect with people. I want to hear their stories and, mm -hmm. you know, I want to help however I can, because that is what feels good to me, you know? So it's awesome. It's funny. Um, and we know. talking about, you know, aligning. So this is funny about the route goes right by your house. But we actually met as well at a bar, which is like oh, never, wow. should never, ever, ever have happened because wow. it's like, I didn't even go to bars. Like I didn't even go out. And wow. my friend was like, Oh, you got to come out with me tonight. And I'm like, no, right. Like I had gotten out of a 10 year relationship. This was probably mm. about nine months later, but I'm like, I am never going out again. I don't want to talk to any male species <laughs> and not like nobody like i just want to stay home and um just i don't know what perfectly <laughs> anyways so but i decided last minute i was like you know what i'm gonna go mm -hmm. i need to stop just staying home and then we did like we totally like not even that night i don't know i just think like we talked and stuff but like yeah it's been 11 years now, 10 I years know. for us too. So it's funny how the universe works. Yeah. Wow. I love it. And that was both of us. I didn't have the intent on meeting anybody either. It was just kind of like, maybe that's, that's the way the world works, right? You know, if you're pushing it and you're trying to force things, it doesn't happen. And when you're, you know, not trying to force it, things go your way. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad you said that because um, so like I was enjoying life because I was in a marriage. It was about mm -hmm. six years mm -hmm. uh, I was the last one to find out he had many relationships with other women um, And that sucks when you find out and so uh, We were very spiritual and, and things. So I was like, no, it can't happen. Mm -hmm. So When I met him, I was in fun mode. I'm like, I'm going to have all the fun in the world If they want to buy me drinks, I'm gonna take the drinks and whatever <laughs> And that's how we live life. Like 2019, I didn't have a goal of I'm going to lose weight. I want to have fun. I don't care what I'm doing. I'm going to have fun. So if I want to work out, it better be fun. Zumba. Or do you know what I'm saying? Like it yeah. no longer was, oh my God, I've got to do this for this. Yes. It was more of that uh, fun. And the same thing, that's what I feel like we've learned, like talking about marketing. Look, look, are we talking about marketing? Yes, yes. Because clearly you were marketing yourself to him unintentionally, right? You were having fun. You were just open. I was. And I feel like that's what we've learned, or at least that's what I learned. Like, it's not about marketing only to the three people that are ready, right? I'm ready. You say to buy this coffee, I'm going to do it. Yeah. But it's about marketing to the seven, let's say you have 10 people and three are yes, but those other seven people, it's more internal work. What did I say? What could I say? Where did I go wrong? Like yeah. not wrong in a bad way, but how can I grow from this? Mm -hmm. Why did they say no? Why did they defriend me? Like, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do that. My so list was wrong. wrong, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> This is why she's getting more friends because you've defriended. You've yeah, I got me through. It's like, okay, I'm done with you. No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. But you, you do have to protect your space and your energy. And that's one of the biggest things that I've learned. And, and you know, for me, it's, I, I'm just very sensitive to it. So I pick up on other people's energy. So I have to be very careful. You know, yeah. honestly, there's even family members that I've blocked. Sorry if you're listening and you didn't know, <laughs> but it's, it's, it's not like, it's not to be offensive or that I don't love them. Right. I just can't have negativity, you know, in my newsfeed or in my life all the time. Right. Because that's not the path I'm, I'm on. Like I want yeah. the positive. I want to put that out and I want that <clears throat> to come in. And it's know? like Casey said, when you, when you open yourself up to that positivity, then it's, it's, crazy what comes in right yeah so how old are your kids so we Zion is our oldest uh, the only boy and he will be 20 on the 27th okay 
And then we have his daughter, will be how old? She will be 17. Yeah, 17th on the 17th yep. of wow. June. And then we have uh, Joy, and she is, uh, she's like, I'm, I'm the middle child. Nobody loves me. Anyway, she's 16 years old. And, uh, and it's, then we have the five-year-old. That's our R's baby. So yeah. we have the R's baby. And then we have the pups and the goat. Awesome. Although I'm ready to kill the goat. Right. Yeah, the puppy I think is gonna kill him. He's a Malamese. Malamese. Alaskan Malamese. Alaskan Malamese. Yeah. That's big. Yeah. What's the goat doing? Does the goat mow your lawn? Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. does mow the lawn. He, goes in, uh, he eats and fertilizes. <laughs> nice. At the same time, he's like eating and uh, you know what cocoa puffs are. Cocoa puffs are all over our damn yard. Yeah. You know, um, in Fort Saskatchewan, so it's like a little city just outside of our city, they have goats that actually do all of the lawn in the summertime. Yeah. Like a herd of goats. I don't know goats. if you've ever heard of that, but there's a person that comes with goats. A goat and, herder. And that's how they, they cut the lawns. That there. sounds so Canadian. <laughs> no, I don't know. No. I think it happens in other places. It does. Actually, it was a, there was a guy on Shark Tank, mm -hmm. and he actually pitched so that he can get VC money. So, uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, it's on Shark Tank, and a guy, and he had a very um, lucrative, I mean, he has a ton of goats. I don't know how many goats, and he rents the goats. Yeah. So he takes them up to your place, he lets them be. And uh, here we have a specific type of plant. It's called... Uh, let me see if you could think about it. Anyway, it's, it's a vine that it literally overtakes buildings and stuff. Have you ever heard of that? Ivy. It's an ivy, but it's a specific trait that I literally looked it up because when you're an educator, you have to teach about all this stuff. Yeah, yeah. And this vine came from England and it overtakes everything. <laughs> and so these goats love that. It's almost like crack for them. Like they love eating it. Yeah. <laughs> That's like a goat. Uh, we just gave a goat lesson for we anybody. Totally did. We totally did. I know. Hey? <laughs> I love goats yeah. now. We should get a goat. Yeah. So <laughs> how do you juggle working at home with the, like, you've got to, I, I mean, we have a family of four. Uh, one's already out, but uh, that's still three. We always feel way outnumbered. So how do, how do you juggle that with business? Because you're working from home and family and that whole dynamic. And of course, um it's a mixed family like we have right we we like to include them yeah we include them a lot especially mm -hmm. our youngest yeah so, Her? go ahead so we have our two oldest one of them actually moved out my my daughter the older one she actually moved back in with her mom so that leaves us with two so our youngest she's always in our face but during that time like if we're on a project and it's needing to get out or needing a lot of work on it we'll um we'll normally tag team like i'll go take her to the park or either we'll be like hell let's it's a break time let's go take a break we'll go to the yeah. park have some fun or go walk around the neighborhood or really that's how we handle that and then she's also we have a fenced in yard and we just let her go we we unleash her and just let her go play yeah. why not <laughs> she she's very she's the most creative like Literally this morning, um, took her to school late, right? <laughs> and when I went into the building, they're in testing mode. I don't know if in Canada you guys have these many dang tests, but yeah. here they're in testing mode. And all the walls were white. It looked like an asylum. And uh, because they have to take, supposedly they have to take everything down so the kids don't cheat. Oh. But when I left her there, it's insane. It's insane. But when I left her there, I was like, oh my gosh. And so I'm filling her up with that life. Like I'm singing her a song and things. Yeah. And then she actually reciprocates. Like she speaks a lot of like law of attraction stuff to me. She will tell me in the, in the car, like, uh, mom, what do you expect today? Like five-year-old talking to us. And so, um, it's a balance. Um, uh, there's always a little twinge of guilt, but at the same time, I know why we're doing it, you know, and we include them in a lot. This is for you. We're doing this. Look what we're, look what we're learning and stuff. Yeah. Well, we do the same thing. We, we kind of hand off and juggle. Um, like if she's got work, 
uh, that she needs to get done or a project or whatever, I'll take my little guy. And in fact, I'll take the laptop and I might go to a play park and I'll be on the laptop and let her work and focus and he can play and right. Cause we only have one at home or our uh, older one is seven Scarlett who's in school She's eight now. or eight. Why do also, you have my little girl on computer. What's that? You have internet on your computer. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like in the park at the park. Yeah. No Wi-Fi. I just grabbed the Wi-Fi on my laptop and yeah. And they can, mm -hmm. they can play. So, um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Like I worked at home, like when I left the corporate world, um, I was working at home for five years with a brand new baby and my little girl. So I'm used to that. Like to me, it's just like, they're, they're around and I, yeah. and I love involving them in the business as well. Right. Yeah. Because I don't know, like both my parents were entrepreneurs, but I never was exposed to the business. And I wish I was because yeah. I feel now that, you know, I've jumped in and I started my own business and had a few businesses and stuff like I, I've always been an entrepreneur. I just didn't know that until I was like in my thirties. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I just, and we see it so much in our kids now too. And it could be, you know, because they see what we're doing and stuff, but like, I think it's just cool to involve them and that they also see that there is an option, you know? Um, my daughter the other day says to me, mom, you never spend time with me. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, I see you more than most parents. I said, do you understand that like most mom and dads, you know, like you drop them off in the morning. Some of them go somewhere before school. Then they're at work all day, you're done school and you go somewhere else. Like you're just lucky to have us all the time, like at yeah. every event and stuff. How old is she? She's eight now. She just turned eight. Okay. Right? And she's like, I know. So I said, but it's just to, to read, they don't know any different. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. to them, this is normal. So I'm like, yeah. I spend lots of time with you. And then of course the guilt kicks in right i'm like all right <laughs> no the guilt it's hard mother's it's hard. guilt but you know what it comes no matter what when i was working in the corporate world i felt so guilty like i need to be home with you know my daughter when she was born right with and but i was torn and then when i finally made the decision and i got deep into it a couple years into my business i all of a sudden felt guilty that i was you know um working at home and not like having them in things. Do you know what I mean? So you can't win. You can't win. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's funny. Um, you say that. So you've got two from your side and two from your side. Okay. No, we have two together. And then, okay. so he had two girls, Lauren and McKelty. So they're older. So yeah. 16 and 18. Yeah. When yeah. we met, they were five and seven. And now we have together a five and eight year old. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. Nice. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, uh, it's funny, like the guilt, right? Um, because what we do is we, we go, we're in groups. We're like in different, uh, blended family, step family groups. And the conversations in there are sometimes a little bit depressing mm -hmm. because of the thought of what a stepmom is like step family, their hell. And, and I say like, well, thank you, Disney. You've done us a good job, like putting step evil mothers, right? And so I think a lot of the women that fall into that fall into the same type of lies um, that society brings. Like you have to go to college in order to make it or you, or, you know, just different societies. You're a Latina, like, you know, because you're an immigrant, it's going to be harder to get paid. Like who the heck brings these lies, right? Yeah. And so um, the same thing with, we felt because I was, I was falling suit in that role as a stepmother. Yeah, clearly I have to, you know, all this stuff subconsciously not knowing what I was doing. And it wasn't until I let it go, like, wait, why am I feeling this way? And then I realized I'm feeling this way because it's bringing up a past issue that I need to deal with. Yes. So I really feel because only 30% of us make it. Mm -hmm. And that's what so, is so like significant to me. 30% make it in the step families. So my, our, our goal is like, first of all, let's find these 30%, which actually you guys are coming on our show next. 
um, just to let you know, um, to talk about, well, how do you make it? What is the secret, right? And we're talking to other blended and step families, like, how are you making it? What is it? And uh, because if you don't believe me as to why our marriage is hot and heavy and, and excited every day, even with our stepchildren and stuff, then believe them. They're from Canada, so you have to believe them. They're foreign. You lie. <laughs> Everything so, is honest. <laughs> right. So, so, yeah, so that's our super goal. Our goal is to get more people to hear step families that are making it. Sure, do I sometimes look at my stepdaughter and think, like, God, she gets everything and my kid gets, you know, whatever, like, that it flies through my mind. And I was like, where did that come from? What, where is it going? And how is it serving me? Mm-hmm. How is it serving my marriage? Because truly the kids are going to leave. Mm-hmm. I'm either going to be having an amazing relationship with for the rest of our lives mm-hmm. or I'm not. I'm going to be hooked into like what she got and what he didn't get. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like I, I didn't waste all those years feeling that for not to use it. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like you and your business mentality. Right? Oh, yeah. you know, like you're teaching me stuff right now. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Honestly, you are, you are, you know, because that's exactly it. So I know, like, I know obviously that you would understand, like you just explained it perfectly. Right. And you know, um, it's not easy sometimes feeling like you're, you're second or whatever. Right. But at the end of the day, you always, it's not the kid's fault. Right. They, they deserve yeah. love from everybody involved. Mm-hmm. You can't control everybody's uh, reactions either. Right. So like, you know, exes and stuff, I don't know those relationships, but you know, it, that there's all kinds of things that come into play, but I guess like what you can control is, you know, what happens, like you said, in your house and in your relationship. Yeah. Um, it's really funny because for years I've also sought out, I've gone in Facebook groups desperately looking for, you know, people that would understand me or just where I could vent, right? Even friends who are not, you know, a, a step parent, they can't relate. Like they can give right. advice, but they can't relate. Do you know what right. I mean? Um, or it feels that way. Which means they can't give And sometimes advice. I feel like he that can't understand either because he's not a step parent either, you know? Uh, so I yeah. would I would seek stuff out like mm. that and I would research every time I'm thinking something. And I did find that a lot of the groups drug, dr- drug me down because it was a lot of complaining. But it also helped me sometimes feel normal. So I'm like, oh, okay. That's like something that you just think. So I did remove myself from there. And there was a time, honestly, not long ago where I was like, I think I need to do something with this. Kind of the same thing you were talking about, like what you're doing, I guess, to some degree. Um, But you know what? I talked myself out of it because I told myself I can't put my energy there it's I and I told myself that was negative energy so I love that you just said what you did because it just flipped a a switch in my head that it it actually doesn't have to be negative it's not it's how I'm feeling about it yeah right so I love what you're doing you've already just helped me I can't wait now that I know what you do I'm gonna be like hey hey so I got the situation (laughs) it's kind of like you know the tide rising and helping everybody and yes. exactly that, right? Uh, I know you and I've talked about it before. You go in where someone's complaining about the stepmom or, or complaining about the ex-wife. or Like it's all negative, negative, negative. And so then you focus on the negative. But if you focus on the positive and have a group of people that are a blended family, step family, and it's about the success, you success feeds success. You're, you're a collection of the people around you that rise, right? And yeah. so... Um, I love that. That's well, just even great. Just having that support group and, and, you know, like letting people know, I love that you have like women working together and stuff because even the younger ones, right? Like some people, maybe they're not in that situation now, but maybe they will be later and it, you're giving them like tools to, you know, look at life and people and women as something else other than a threat. Cause yeah. there's also that dynamic between, you know, the new spouse, the old, like stuff like that, that there's that relationship that automatically in a lot of cases is broken for no reason. Right. Like I didn't do anything, (laughs) you know, right. (laughs) But anyways, yeah, Yeah. it's, uh, I love it. There is no age on the mentor either. 
So like what I was telling you about our five-year-old teaching us. So like the mentorship really like I learned a lot from my students. Like I learned some bad language and I learned some good stuff, right? Like I learned to love rap. Like, do you know what I'm saying? Like I wanted to be mentorship back and forth. And uh, so, yeah, so uh, it's definitely we create what we want and one awesome question that i always ask myself now and you could use it in, in any anything but what is true about the situation what do i know is the truth so let's say i'm mad at my stepdaughter like she didn't even say happy mother's day to me on sunday yeah I mean, which is her. how dare her <laughs> anyway but like but then I started thinking, like, what do I know about this situation? What's the truth? Yeah. And the truth is I know she loves me. Like, we're all pure love. Yeah. And if when somebody acts out of, uh, out of character or they act mean what we say, there's something inside of them that's out of alignment, what you were talking about earlier. But really, what do we know about the, what's the truth about this situation? Mm-hmm. And so the more I can focus on that, the less I'm like, well, she don't like me. Well, it's about this. Yeah. And so, yeah, so it's, it's, uh, it's like, don't take it personal. Right. Yeah. Cause the minute I take it personal, like that heifer didn't tell me happy. Who do she think she is? I'm still, mad. she thinks she's a kid. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? Say it again. I'm still mad. <clears throat> no. You know, and for you men. You know what? It's funny. Sorry, I just have to say this really quickly. Okay, actually, I don't. You go. You haven't talked yet. <laughs> yeah, I haven't talked at all. <laughs> speak, Ed, speak. I'm a puppet. <laughs> <laughs> no, and for men in, in marriage and in blended families, sometimes this stuff, the undercurrents, the things that we just, it goes over our head. We don't, I don't know if you can agree with me on that, Casey. Like, I won't necessarily, yeah, I won't necessarily notice it. You'd be like, did you see, did you realize that? You know, no, I'm not. Well, we're more hyper sensitive. Go ahead. You tell them that. No, you can go ahead. Oh, hyper uh, aware. Like, I am hyper aware of the stepkids. Yeah. Oh my God. She did not brush her teeth and her stank breath is killing me, right? And so let's take this situation. Did not brush her teeth, stank breath. She's in middle school. She is going to have a wonderful day. And so I think about that because she's a teenager, a preteen or whatever, didn't brush her teeth. Who, who's going to be punished for that? Me or her? Because her friends are not going to be like, stinky butt. <laughs> you know, so her stepmom's gonna talk about her on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Body mouth. Sorry, 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 but that's for not saying Happy Mother's Day. No, yeah, I'm yeah. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> but I guess what I'm trying to say is like there was so much control that I was trying to control. Yeah. Um, does that make sense? Oh, like, yeah, I was trying to control everything like this is what she's bringing to my house and she's not going to show my kids that she's got effing beets how dare she have beets and by beets not the vegetable i'm talking about the three hundred dollar headphone yes and uh 11 years old by the way 11 years old his mother and his mother's boyfriend she's pointing (laughs) his mother's boyfriend bought her for her birthday a mustang a convertible mustang why did she do that yeah, because that's what you do down here in North Carolina to make somebody really mad. But she bought her a Mustang at 11 years old after a disagreement that we had about pods, uh, iPods. Yeah, I know. And so, it works. <laughs> yeah, like from iPods to a dang Mustang. But for a while, it burned and it made me angry and stuff like that. And then I realized, wow, these people, they're serious. But looking back now, I'm like, they have issues. That has nothing to do with me. Mm-hmm. Fast forward five years later, she didn't get the Mustang. Yeah, you're she driving. Got, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> she didn't get a Mustang. She got another car. And, and I'm thinking, like, I put so much energy and being angry and mad. And what was the really the truth about it? You weren't going to. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I was going to say, like, in those situations, that's what I was saying. You can't control it. You don't win. Some people want that energy. They want that. That's what they live for. That's, that's their drug. You know what I mean? You can't yes. control that. 
Well, you can by not letting it in your space, right? Exactly. Because it'll it'll never stop. Right. <laughs> and, it, and it has been. But at the same time, like, I'm so free from it. Yeah. Like, I see my sister and she was arguing or her ex-husband was arguing about a shirt at her christening, not her christening, her first communion. And I'm like, oh, my God, thank you, God. Thank you, universe, for being <laughs> out of that like a damn shirt yeah yeah we got it is problems <laughs> i mean it is problems but like keep hearing is like you need bigger problems yes yeah yes. when we heard that like um are you mad that you didn't get a, a parking space right next to the walmart door <laughs> or are you mad because your steak is not done the way you want it like we need bigger problems like how can we help shift a world that needs that same type of love to know that they're already enough exactly where they're at, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Love that. Well, that's what you're doing. I love it. Yeah. So I'm going to ask you a question or sorry, you go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Yeah, I'm, just, I'm good. I'm going to have to like <clears throat> go for a walk. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to. What is up? Yeah. Um, so one of the things we always like to ask a lot of our guests is their superpower. So what, uh, either you can uh, tell each other's superpowers or however you want to do that. We'd and love to hear what you, what you think your own is or together. Yeah. What do you, what do you, what's your superpower? Um, my superpower is definitely just being quiet and observing people and reading off of their body language and what I'm feeling off of them. Mm -hmm. And us together, I mean, we're definitely a power team when we work together with people and in groups and stuff. I mean, that's, to me, our superpower. One, uh, we had a client last night. Uh, she lives in Arizona. And uh, after we were talking, or I was talking to her, she, she stopped. She didn't say anything. I was like, oh, my God, what's going on? And she's like, Jamile, every time you talk to me, you're speaking to my soul. <laughs> and so... Um, it's right. been this, like this superpower because I, I am like, that's, that's what our podcast is called is loud, be loud and large. Mm -hmm. But a lot of times people are thinking, well, oh, loud and like literally be loud and large. No, like that voice and mission and that inside of you, mm -hmm. that can be loud and large in your way, in your flavor. You can have Tabasco sauce or you can have hot sauce or you can. Oh, did it freeze? Oh no, what happened? Are you still there? Why? You know, like, actually, that's, that's what our book is, my book is about. It talks about, it's, uh, it's called Loud, Large, Latina, Pina. And it was, this was prior to me realizing that I'm more than loud, large, even more than a Latina, even more than a woman. Mm -hmm. I am the true essence of what other people need as they are the true essence of what I need. And so once you can realize that it's not your outer packaging that describes or deciphers who you are, but the inner being who connects with your other inner beings, man, you're, you're on fire. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, that's awesome. That's so awesome. Yeah. So do you have uh, a question for us? Yes, I do. Okay. Okay. I want to stump you guys. Okay. Let's talk about sex, baby. What? Okay. <laughs> you said to stump you guys. All right. So I'm ready. Got the little bitty. Uh, how do you get to have the sexy time when there's like a launch going on? There's teenagers that hate you. There's little kids that are running around um, and all that stuff. Like how... Do you get to do that sexy? Well, though, I don't know if I want to see how you're going to do this. But okay. do you get to know sexy? What we do is, no. Okay, so here's the thing. There's a lock on our door. <laughs> no. um, this is kind of funny, but like, since you've been to a Tony Robbins event, I know you understand how, like, he always, like, talks about, like, getting in momentum and staying in momentum, right? So, you know, when you have to, like, jump up and, like, ah, whatever, he does that. So you keep your energy high. Mm -hmm. So literally, and I can't believe I'm sharing this, but last night at about <laughs> 10 o'clock, kids were sleeping but not, waking up every few minutes. <laughs> I'm getting cranky because I'm, like, 
like this is almost over and I'm like refreshing. Is there any more people who have joined, you know? And I'm blaming him for some reason, like he had anything to do with it. Then I'm like, you know what? I need to, we need to reconnect because if I'm going to be cranky, I'm putting that on the universe and I'm like, we need to, we need to have sex <laughs> to get back to <laughs> momentum. <laughs> yeah. So it's funny, but that's like something that I recognize too in our relationship that like, usually when things start to also kind of like go astray for us, it's like, that's the one thing that does, even if you don't want to, right? Once you do, it reconnects you mm. again yes. as a couple. Yeah. So, um, I would agree. He, he's, I just texted him like, do you want to make out? And he's like, okay. I was actually doing a Facebook live. <laughs> I'm like, well, I lost my train of thought. No. Um, yeah. But, but you know what? Yeah. We have to work it around. Um, you know. Sorry, our five-year-old is uh, is uh, bombing this. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, little cutie patootie. Got a different show. Give me a couple minutes. Yes, yeah, two seconds. Um, I'll I'll be right back. Let yeah. I talk about. So so just going back to that, it was like literally. Grabbing a five-year-old, putting them back in their bed. Then the eight-year-old came into our room because we're we're working, and then putting her back into the bed. And then he came, like it happened four times. So that's like juggling. It's like okay, we need uh, personal space. Go to your room. You know what's hard? It's like my little guy is five. My little man, and he's like to snuggle him and stuff. Um, we've actually spoiled them a little bit in that case because then they expect yeah. it, right? Usually we have a wayward uh, child end up in our bed every night. When you wake up in the morning, there's someone in our bed. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad you said that because that's, that's us too. Yeah. Like he has to, um, he has to carry her back in and sometimes oh, it's a fight. My and... eight year old kicked me in the chin when I was taking her back. She was mad. She's like, what? I'm like, uh, I'm gonna make out. No, get in your bed. <laughs> it's make out time, baby. <laughs> and then it's like, rock my baby. Okay, you're asleep. Come on. <laughs> I say to mine, and she don't understand Spanish, but I'm like, sana, sana que sana culito de rana. Sana que sana culito de rana. <laughs> it just you know, means uh, something crazy. I, I will tell you on another day. But oh, okay. thank you for saying that. I really, I really, first of all, when you connect like that, especially if you know anything about Tantra, like when you can root back together, mm -hmm. that is super. I'm saying that's like a superpower. Yeah. So whoever's listening, root back up to your partner. Yeah. And I feel you know, like it actually crazy. did reboot uh, the energy. Yeah. Yes. We had three more hours, like two and a half, three more hours. It rebooted the energy. Not of that. No, like <laughs> energy. You weren't on your game like that. No, no, no. <laughs> I meant like you know. Oh. <laughs> I rebooted the energy and the positivity and then yeah. more people signed up and we actually brainstormed and came up with some solutions of things that we needed to do well but we also like this is something that we've done a few times when i feel like we're getting really disconnected we're like okay let's do like a marathon like let's see how many days in a row <laughs> we can yes. And you know, like, since we're talking about it, like, I don't necessarily even really have a high sex drive, right? So, but it's just that I know that it's important. And yeah. it's like, you know, um, intentionally, because we, especially the longer you are in a relationship, right? I think sometimes like, and with the dynamics with kids and business and work and all these things, like, sometimes that gets put on the back burner. Mm -hmm. And I think that um, that's one way that you can like, connect with your partner where like nobody else can yeah unless the other person's a whore you know <laughs> <laughs> i guess that that is your <laughs> no absolutely it's it's yeah. amazing yeah cool I so there was some of you guys but you did it oh i i you know what and there was a question i had before in all of the kind of like families that you are guiding that are like step families could you give us at least and I know this isn't our normal, like, step by step, but like a, a tip that ha has been something that's worked for a lot of families that have blended families and step parents and all the dynamic that relates to that. 
I would say the secret sauce. Okay, now you're going to take my secret sauce and now I'm going to have to find you. No, <laughs> um, the secret sauce is knowing who you are first. Mm. Knowing how much, how much of a powerhouse you already are. So even if, if my husband is a whore or my ex-wife, ex-wife, uh, stepdaughter's mother is a whatever, right? Who am I? Because if I'm entangled with their identity, then I don't know who I am. Yes. Mm. So who are you, boo, is what I say. I love that. I love it. Wow. Thank you. Okay, Thank just you. drop the golden bomb right there on the end. It's like... All right. So if our listeners or viewers want to get in touch with you, how do they do that? You want to go? Well, we do have a website called McBride Somos. And then we do also on Facebook, we have a private group. It's called Conscious Step Family. And then we also have Latina Finas, which is a nonprofit with, for women. And then uh, what is it? Instagram. Yeah, Instagram, Facebook. The, uh, I definitely want you guys to join because I want to do a live in there for them to see how the 30% can make it. Even if we have hiccups, girl, I ain't perfect. I know you're looking at this beautiness, right? And thinking, wow, you're gorgeous. perfect. <laughs> no, I screw up every day. Um, but when you screw up, when you don't hit the mark, what can you learn from it? Yes. So the conscious step families is exactly that. It's be conscious of everything you do and say, huh, how could I have done that different? Yeah, absolutely. And also, the other thing is not staying in that crap all day. Just like going through what we've been through and the events and stuff is just learning how to get out of that crap like very quickly. I mean, yeah, it was taking a lot of time to get there, but the more we practice it and the more stuff we get into, of course, we're going to get a lot of practice, but now we're able to get out of it a lot quicker yeah. and move on and enjoy ourselves. Because life's too short to just be pissed off all the time. Yeah. yeah. I'll try to remember that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. We appreciate yes. you. Honored to have you on our show. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. We love you. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.